DeLorean got arrested because he was hustling. The really? Whole, dude, the whole business was a drug laundering scheme. God. Yeah, the FBI entrapped him in $24 million drug deal, a Coke deal. Wow. And he was like laundering the money through his car business. <laughs> Because people were like, hey, wait a minute, your car costs 25 grand and you aren't selling shit. How are you making all this money? Cocaine. It's <laughs> <laughs> always the answer. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, babies. What is good, everybody? Welcome back to Mount Draftmore. You already know what it is. You are back for part two of this epic, iconic TV and film vehicle draft. We've got rounds three and four ready, booted, loaded for you. The fellas are ready to go. Let's do this, Jam. Mount Draftmore. Dylan, give us a quick recap of everyone's cars. All right. I've got the 1981 DeLorean from Back to the Future, and I also have the 1973 Ford Falcon GT from Mad Max. Matt has the 1969 Dodge Charger known as General Lee from Dukes of Hazard, And the 1959, correct me if I'm wrong, Cadillac Miller Meteor yep. from Ghostbusters. Ben has the 1963 Aston Martin DB5 from Goldfinger. Most notably, the most expensive car in this list, and 1966 Batmobile Ford Futura from Adam West's Batman. Yeah, big money team. Mount Draftmore! Round three. Round Draftmore. Round three. Dylan, take it away. Oh, this is difficult. Okay, I think I'm going to have to go with a uh, silly choice here because I think I'm going to get, like, the pick I want later. So I'm going to go with a silly choice. Um, I'm going to go with the 1979 Ford LTD Country Squire from National Lampoon's Vacation. The family Damn truck, it, dude. <laughs> I wanted that thing. <laughs> That's the ultimate piece of shit. <laughs> Dude, that thing is so clutch with the wood panels on the side. Oh my god! And by the end of the movie, it's just like it's it's just it's it's it looks so crappy. Dude, this thing is fucking G. The wood panel alone is iconic. I mean, how many you you've probably met someone in your life who says, "Yeah, I want a wood paneled uh, station wagon." It's so dope. It looks awesome. It's got the built-in racks on top already. Most cars, you have to install that shit. Um, it's got a boss grill on the front. Um, I mean, let's let's go into a little more. Let's go into some fun facts about this baby. Let's see. Fun facts. 1979 LTD Country Squire from Ford. I have no idea. Did it actually, this still had, yeah, it had the real wood paneling. Finding these nowadays is so hard. This is an expensive car. Is it? Oh, yeah, dude. Cars that have wood paneling are hard as hell to find nowadays because the wood, wood isn't like metal. What kind of wood is that? That's a great question. Like, I'll, I'll look that up while you're doing. I'm your trying thing. to find information on this sucker. So it was the this model. These model of cars were made from 1950 to 1991. There's eight generations of this car produced. Um, I don't know. It's just a sexy, sexy car. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if that's the word. I mean, it's got so much storage space, though. You can put a full family in there. You can you got all the storage space in the back. Honestly, though, okay, 
that while that is sexy, I'm going to have to go back to the 1950 Ford Ford Country Squire because it's got even more wood on it. And it's got some, instead of the white, it's got the like yellow border on the wood paneling. It's got a maroon body, chrome on the front and white wall tires. Is that what you call those white wall tires? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. Oh man. That is a sexy vehicle. Of course it was, a, it, I mean, let, I mean, let's be real though. The spokes tires, it's hard to beat those on the LTD. It's a solid car. It is an uh, all around solid vehicle. Did any of your families have those? Hell no. Top speed, 98 miles an hour. Dylan, the team of slow cars. I mean, that. <laughs> I just love like that movie where the Clark's getting sold that. And he's like, oh, no, I'm here to, I'm here to, you know, I'm, get, I'm getting this other car. And the salesman's like, no, you really want this one. Actually, this <laughs> one's going to get you cross country. It's got all the stuff that's you know, young Eugene Levy in that movie, too. And I just love everything throughout that entire movie, like that entire car, just like bits and pieces break off. Like when he's in St. Louis, like don't all the tires get stolen or something like, (laughs) like everything that can go wrong with this car does go wrong, but somehow it gets them to Wally world. Man, it's got a five liter V8 engine. I was just going to say the same thing. Like this thing is built like a Jeep. I mean, it has to be though, because it's probably heavy as hell, dude. That 5-liter V8, 0 to 60 in 14.3 seconds. Jeez. This thing is over... This is almost a 4,000-pound vehicle. Yeah. That is so heavy for a car. That is a heavy-ass car. Dude. That Ashton Martin is, like, just barely over 2,000 pounds. That is insane that this car is so heavy. But... A whopping 16 miles per gallon. <laughs> <laughs> It's perfect for family road trips. Oh, most definitely. I mean, it'll keep your family safe. It's just that, like, will you be able to reach the next gas station in time? Well, and uh, if you need to strap your dead aunt to the roof, you can do it. Wait, is that a thing that happened in the movie? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, they, like, visit a relative one, and she dies. So they have to strap her body to the roof. <laughs> uh, uh, family truckster. Man, I think Chevy Chase is kind of an asshole. Oh, he is. Everybody hates him. But National Lampoon's vacation is funny. He was hilarious on Community, and then you find out that everyone on Community fucking hated him. (laughs) He's old school. Yeah. Well, he looks out for himself, so. Yep, he's old school. Yep. Good one, though. That that is an iconic film car. Yeah. Nice. Nice, yeah. Matt, you're up. All right, I'm going to go with one of the coolest cars in all of TV history. I'm talking about Kit. I knew you were going to pick that. I almost wanted to say it at the exact same time. Wait, what the hell is Kit? You really? Whoa. You don't know Kit? Knight Rider? David Hasselhoff? Oh, that's Knight Rider? Knight Rider's car. Okay. Uh, the Knight Industries 2000. That's what Kit stands for. Kit is a 1982 Pontiac Trans Am. That should be cool enough. The fact that it's Trans Am Firebird, I mean, come on. And then it's like a supercar. It does everything. It drives itself. It has all like built-in artificial intelligence. All right, it's got a turbo boost. You know how fast this car was? It could go 0 to 60 in 4.4 seconds. <laughs> Top speed, 200 miles an hour. Wow. Yeah, this thing was a fire-breathing badass, well, and on top of that... It's a Trans Am, dude. Yeah. And it, it actually has a personality of its own. Yeah, it had a personality. I mean, look at all the things that Kit, Kit could do in the in the show. It had, uh, like, an armor shell, so it could sustain heavy damage from rockets and heavy artillery. All right, 
It had uh, an electronic jamming system, right? So it could scramble security cameras, cheat at slot machines, like all that kind of crazy stuff. Turbo boost. It could jump 40 feet in the air. Had a silent mode, so you could go like kind of incognito. Flamethrowers, tear gas, and flares. Uh, Passive laser restraint system. So this is kind of like old school, like, you know how cars nowadays have like the, you know, motion like the detection system like oh car ahead and like like some cars will like break for you and things like that this was yeah this is like in the tv show i had this this is like i have its time uh chemical analyze analyzer surveillance mode manual override grappling hook seat ejection systems taking the james bond part there this thing was badass the trans am that did literally everything and it's iconic in its own right just knowing that yeah everybody knows knight rider and kit like this is was like a supercar and it had personality so best of all worlds oh my god apparently the show trashed four to nine of these cars each each uh season uh and each one costs eighteen thousand dollars to modify into kit yeah like these were some badass cars dude that's no joke it was a swiss army knife of cars like without doubt Wow. Okay, wait. Did, how fast did you say it could go earlier? 200 miles an hour. It says here 300. Oof. So, so maybe in the film faster. Than, I'm calling yeah. bullshit yeah, on it. I don't Dude. know about that, but. 300, if no that's way. true, that's crazy. No fucking way. I mean, that's what it says here. Dude, NASCAR, like, stock cars don't even go that they fast. Go like 250, Yeah, but this is a supercar. This it, isn't a. Su- uh, this maybe is in a, the TV show. It could yeah, go dude, that might be some TV show <laughs> stuff. Oh, yeah, I'm talking about the TV show. Oh, yeah, man. there you go. Yeah, oh, well, I'm not yeah. talking. Okay. But real life, I mean, that's crazy. Like 200 in real life. Well, I mean, in the movie, your shit can go back in time. So is there really (laughs) any like, is there really anything that can hold a candle to that? (laughs) (laughs) Only with uh, uranium. Plus, Kit had the cool like lights and everything. Like it was all blacked out. Just looked tough. It looked sleek. It looked futuristic. Oh, and it was it was carrying one of the most precious names of the 80s, the Hoff. David Hasselhoff. You don't hassle the Hoff. Very sexy. Dude, and that just took him straight to Baywatch. Mm-hmm. Hits on hits on hits. And then he's just a living legend in Germany. Yes. He's dancing on the Berlin Wall when it comes down. One of the great stars of Germany yeah. as a singer. Yeah. What? Wait, what? Oh, well, dude. You didn't know that? He is no. like he is like mega icon. He's like the Germany. Michael Jackson of Germany. That's weird. It's super weird because yeah. he's not a great singer. No. What's going on in Germany? They have shit singers. I'll tell you what's going on. Germany. I mean, what is happening? Their about music it. is garbage. They've got what? Uh, that Nana, 99 Luftballons. They've Ugh. got her. Trash. They've got what? Romstein. Romstein. Like the, the metal. Uh-huh. And then outside of that, what? Wagner. <laughs> 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 they don't got much. Hard to beat Wagner. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Then they got the Hoff, man. Dude, Hoff is so cool. And they're like, he has a Germanic last name. And uh, <laughs> yeah, in this photo from Baywatch, David Hasselhoff, he's not just wearing uh, aviators. He's wearing aviators with the attachment around his neck. Oh, the lanyard? So he doesn't lose them. In the, in the Dude, that, that chest hair was <laughs> thick. Thick. It's very manly. Very manly. <laughs> David Hasselhoff, German. These other dudes look naked next to him, even though they're all shirtless, just because he has so much chest hair. I feel like him and Burt Reynolds are kindred spirits. 
two sides of the same coin, except Burt Reynolds just had a mustache. Oh, yeah, that beautiful stash. Rest in peace, Burt Reynolds. Mm. Which, he also had an iconic car. I wonder if he'll get picked. Oh. Oh. Smokey and the Bandit. Mm-hmm. So, on to you, Benjamin. Well, I know both of my next picks, and I can tell you I'm not picking... I won't be picking uh, the Pontiac Firebird. That's that's that Smokey and the Bandit car. Although that is a pretty badass it's car. It's a pretty badass car. That's a pretty badass car. The gold car. and black, yeah. Yeah, the gold. The, the T-tops. The go- Dude, T-tops like an old Trans Am. Great little Wayne line. T-tops. I feel like it, it, up here you would never be able to use them. But damn, did they look cool. Dude, I used to be really into watching like uh, car shows, like car restoration shows. And the Ford Futura, like there was one car show where the team custom built one from nothing. Yeah. Because they were like, this concept car was like the concept car in the 60s. And then another one they did was the Firebird Trans Am with the T-top. Because finding those is so hard. And you can find T-tops, but you can't find the The actual. Yeah, you can't find those pieces that go up. And you can't find, well, you can probably find like repo ones, but actually original glass t-tops nope. which model was that 82 uh, or 79 are you talking about smoking the bandit version yeah 77 it's the car that billy madison drives to school oh, in oh billy madison. <laughs> that is a cool car it's a badass, it's a car. badass car it was fast as hell too for my third pick i feel like i have some pretty high-end vehicles on here so i'm going to keep that trend going I'm going to take the 1961 Ferrari 250 GT from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Like when you think of Ferraris, there's like the new Ferrari and then there's the old Ferrari. And this is the old Ferrari. That Ferrari red, that yellow symbol in the front, the horse right in the grill, those big lights, convertible. Barely barely fits three people. (laughs) And it, boy, oh boy, is that a nice car. Now, a little bit of a spoiler alert for you Ferris Bueller fans. Turns out the crew didn't use the Ferrari for all of its shots. They actually modified a Medina Spider for some of the wide shots. Oh. And that actually pissed Ferrari off, which led to Ferrari suing them. Because they were like, uh, don't, don't, don't slander our vehicle. Well, they here. were pissed because they put all of the Ferrari logos and shit on this other car. And Ferrari was like, wait, hold up. We have the car. Yeah. Why are you masquerading this fake? And we gave you the car. So... But just think about that, too. Like, that Ferrari is so top-notch that when they were making the movie, they thought to themselves, hold up, we need to have some backup cars, so if we fuck anything up, it's not fucking up the Ferrari. Beautiful, beautiful car. God, it's a beautiful car. I just love the part in the film where they're trying to reverse it. The odometer, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man, just put it in reverse, yeah. prop it up. It'll take the miles off, and then it goes right out the back. Oh, my oh. God. Although, it looked like it was fine, because it just landed on its rear bumper. Dude, it was a 61 Ferrari. Yeah, it was yeah. fine, but it was going to cost a ton to fix. Oh, yeah. But, like, it seemed like his dad was his dad's rich enough. Rich, yeah. and he, but, you know. Rich people don't care. Yeah. They get mad. Yeah. Yeah. Also like that in like that in Cameron's dad's car collection, you see like a, a Model T randomly. Like this guy's got interesting taste. Like he's got a 61 Ferrari and he's got a Model T. What else is in that garage? 
I would love to know. He's a Jay Leno. Jay Leno's got a great car collection. Oh, that, that guy's a car connoisseur. He's got a bunch of motorcycles, a bunch of hum. Is he the one with the Hummer collection? That might be Schwarzenegger. I mean, he has warehouses full of cars, so I wouldn't be surprised. He's the car guy. Like, he loves collecting cars. I think typically he likes more classic vehicles. Well, he's got a bunch of supercars, though. Do you think he knows more about cars than Jerry Seinfeld? Oh, man. Because Seinfeld is like a low-key, like, car nut. Oh. Like, watching comedians in cars getting coffee, you learn, like, oh, shit. He knows a lot about cars. He knows a lot about cars. Now, isn't there an episode with Jay Leno? Oh, there is an episode yeah, with Jay Leno. Watch and see them just duel each I other. I bet they're like nerding out on that episode. They probably hang out a lot, honestly. You think two Hollywood celebrity like real car guys? There's can't be. Well, too they're many, both like, comedians who actually aren't that funny. So, <laughs> makes what about this car? <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. Seinfeld was funny because of Larry David. <laughs> Shout out, Big Dutch. You're yeah. gonna have you're gonna have some words. <laughs> in that episode, they're in a 1949 Porsche 356. Oh, let's look that. And that car up. is not. That car does not look amazing by any means. It just looks like an old 40s. But I'm not a big Porsche fan. I'll be honest with you. I mean, I mean the, this, the nine 911s are pretty cool. Like the Boxer 911 Boxer, right? Pretty yeah. sexy. I like when um, the body goes over the tire. Like, not both tires, though. Can't go over both tires. Just yeah, a little bit over the back tire. Yeah, those those back rear fenders. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty sexy. It's almost like a little skirt. Yeah. Yeah, it, lo- it does look cool. But like I, just, you, I just feel like it looks basic. I don't know. You could see yourself. I could see myself, like, zipping around. And I feel like those those little, yeah, 911s probably just, like, corner like crazy. Mm-hmm. Hand- have probably some of the best handling. The inside's just so clean, though. You've just got the, the gearbox, the speedometer, uh, a few lights on the dash and then a very small glove box and that's it. That's all there is. Yeah, a couple bucket seats and there you go. And everything on the inside is stainless steel. That's insane. God, I just don't like that car. I, I'm like checking it out. I mean, yeah, it's a silver car. Give me the DB5. It's a better silver car. That's fair. But I mean, you're comparing the 40s to the 60s there. I yeah. mean, by the 60s, they... I, let's be real. They figured their shit out. They did. Yep. They were like, what's cool? That's cool. Plus, they had astronauts and just all the space boys driving their shit. Oh, that's right. So, in the 60s, cars had to be hot. Man, I want to be an astronaut. I don't. No? Screw that. Dude, that'd be terrifying. Well, yeah. You're but, on top of a nuclear bomb, basically. Dude, that is terrifying. It's also, I mean, it could give you a hard on immediately. <laughs> yeah, baby, let's go. <laughs> Hopefully, and on that uh, note, <laughs> hopefully when you get that hard on, you have all the skin to maximize the feelings. <laughs> You'll get a high five. <laughs> you will get a high five. And speaking of high fives, that's the end of the third round. And we need to get to our last sponsor. Y'all, this is a this is a precious ad. We hope you enjoy it. Mount draft more. Feel like you've been robbed blind? As if a literal piece of you is missing? Are you longing for that extra flap of fleshy skin before you could put it to use? For decades, Foreskin has been broadcast by the medical community as extra skin. Extra skin. No longer. Covenants with God are overrated when you can enjoy sex or personal masturbation from start to completion. 
Once you use this, your foreskin will turn into a five skin. Your partner will want to give you a high five after oh, that yeah. fine ride. Foreskins, if you don't have one, you're shit out of luck. Blame your parents. Remember to peel back and wash responsibly. Call today. Mount Draft Nothing like some good foreskin talk to take us into the fourth round. Round four. If you've got all your foreskin, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Give yourself a high five. Maximize that pleasure. Keep yourself clean. For my last pick, I feel like I got to go with a classic. Maybe not a lot of people will know this rig, but it has some of the, it was used in some of the most iconic like street racing scenes or driving scenes in movie history. I'm talking about that 1968 Mustang GT Fastback from Bullet. Bullet. Steve McQueen, baby. I would be remiss if I brought up Lightning McQueen and I didn't take the guy who inspired his name and his most iconic, like, driving piece. One of the best car chase scenes of all time. All time. Hands down. All time. Hands down. People have tried to recreate it. They can't. Nope. Like, that... Because those cars back then, especially, weren't built like the shocks and everything weren't built to jump hills in San Francisco. So when you hear the thuds when they're coming to the bottom of those gigantic hills, it's like, it just, it's different. That GT 350, my God, it, that like of, of all the cars that is like, like if I had money, I would buy that car. That's the car I want. What movie is this from? Bullet. Bullet. B-U-L-L-I-T-T. Because the the it, Steve McLean plays a detective in Frank Bullet, and he's uh, basically he's I mean the overall plot in the movie is not uh, interesting. He's just trying to solve a murder, but the, it's the most one of the most iconic top three top five chase vehicle chasings in all of like Hollywood history. I am loving the forest green on this car. It's There's a, no chrome; it's all blacked out. That is the best green you can put on a car. Highlander green. It's so good, and that car chasing is ten minutes. In 53 seconds. There's no dialogue. It's None. just car scene. It's just a chase scene. And he's chasing a 68 Dodge Charger. It's it, all blacked out. <laughs> wow. Yo, it goes hard. If you have not watched that scene, I mean, the movie's the movie's good. But this that car chase is what makes the movie good. That's my favorite Steve McQueen movie outside of Great Escape. Yeah, yeah, you were right. The the bad guy in that's driving a 1968 Dodge Charger mm-hmm. 440 Magnum. So and this is also... roars. It's just, oh my gosh. And they're playing off of like American car lore there where you got the Mopar versus the Ford. Mm-hmm. Like, oh man. just Dodge versus Ford. Yep. Man, this car is so... It's, it just looks solid. That's what I like about it. It looks like a solid vehicle. Well, and this one, like... So the Mustang has had a lot of different iterations between the 60s and 70s when you get to like the Boss versions. You get, you know, the different iterations of the Mustang. But in my opinion, the Fastback is the best version of the Mustang because it's just it, the, the, the lines on that are perfect. Like the original Mustang was cool, but it's just like it's a little too boxy. But this is like when they perfect it late 60s before they get into the 70s, they start tweaking stuff. When the Boss 305 is like, this This is the Mustang. Like, when I think Mustang, I think this Mustang. It right. was light. 
but it had the power. It was Sleep. fast. Uh-huh. It looked clean. The lines on it, mm-hmm. like you're saying, yep. design-wise, perfect. And you know it was an amazing car because, like you're saying, they could not. You can't put cars from today through the chase scene that this car went through because they're not built the same. They were able to do all of the filming in this movie with just two of these Mustangs. And McQueen does all his stunts. All of them. He's his own stuntman. Eat your heart out, uh, Tom Cruise. This is who you wanted to be. You're never going to be him. Exactly. Like You can hold on to planes and fall from buildings. What You are not going to be no Steve McQueen. Also, one unrated thing on this car is like, uh, so the... You have the the driver and the passenger windows, and before like the on the body lines, like there's those little triangular windows that they have before you get to the back of the car, and oh, yeah. like they put these like vents on them. Those are I like those. Those are nice. That's a good look. Those are nice. Does every iteration? Hold on. Does every iteration of this vehicle have the side scoops? Side scoops. Uh, it depends on which one you're talking about. Like, well, like because there are stock fastbacks. But then you, when you got into the GT 350, 500, and then when you started to get into the Shelby iterations of this, then you get a little bit more bang for your buck. Mm. And the Shelby is iconically used in Gone in 60 Seconds, Eleanor, yeah. which was like, a, I, I mean, yeah, that is the good runner-up Mustang, but this is the Mustang well, and and if you're going to pick This it. is drastically underrated. Like, not many people know about the movie to begin with, and they don't know about the car, too, which, again... Okay, so I like the the one I like the car from the movie, but I've got to say the version, the retail version with the uh the the I don't know what to call this, like the metal grating over the back window. Um, it's not here. Let me pull it up. It's really cool. So check it out. I'm gonna pull this up, and you can see it. Where the hell is it? Let's see now, I can't find it. Oh, here you go. So Are you talking about like it, the Mach One? Yeah, it almost looks like yeah, what you're looking at, Dylan, it almost looks like slits on an old school locker. Yes. That's exactly what it looks like. What I really like about this car, like all of our cars are really cool. But I feel like if you were to put them all in a lineup, this fastback looks like a car you could see people driving around in real life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, especially on my team, Ashton Martin, Batmobile, Ferrari, like two amazingly high-end cars, a fictional superhero car. But this fastback is like, one. I feel like of these four, oh, I could drive that as a real human being. Y'all could too. Mm-hmm. I would be, I would be happy to. Only two of them <laughs> were used in the film. The what? second one, it was repaired, and then it was sold in 74 for $6,000. Fast forward to 2020, the other Mustang that was used in the film sold for 3.7 more, or seven more, 3.74 million dollars. Wow. Yeah, dude. Think about that guy who got it for six grand. Shit in his pants. Just like, oh God. Like, wow, I'm leaving that my will. <laughs> well, and what, what, uh, what year is it again? Is it 68, 65? 69. It's a 69. Oh, I, yeah. I was earlier than that, but, um, so in 2009, they've re... No, it's a 68. 68, that's what I thought. Uh, well, 2008, then they, they came out with the 50th or a 40th anniversary of the... They did like a... Ford did like a reproduction of it, like a modern day Mustang. It was cool, but I've been, been waiting for them to come back out again. In a Gas Monkey Garage, when they had the... Shit. 
I'm going to mess it up. It might have been like the 40-year anniversary of the film. 40 years would have been 2008. Yeah. So it had to have been, oh, no. It might have been the 45th anniversary because it wasn't the 50. But Gas Monkey got commissioned to basically... To basically make a fastback, make a 68 fastback exactly the same as the one from the movie. And then Steve McQueen's son, like, commissioned for a driver to refilm that Mm -hmm. whole scene. Whoa. Yeah. And his son was impressed. He was like, oh, it's not not the original, but it's as close as you're ever going to get. That was actually a pretty good... Again, as someone who watches the car shows, Gas Monkey Garage, watch them build that car. It's, it's pretty fascinating. That was where I learned about it, and then I watched Bullet mm-hmm. after the fact. But I also liked uh, Counts Customs. Counts like, Customs, like good. Show too. Dude, any car customization show is dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I that, agree. That's what, if I had money, I would absolutely buy some kind of cool vintage car yes. and just get it tricked out. Yes. Like the, my dream scenario would be like to have the Bullet Mustang, but like have modern amenities on the inside. So you could still have like, like AC and like, oh, but yeah. like, but like keep the, like the visual of it, but you still have like, oh, hey, it's a modern car that you could actually drive. Dude, check out the interior. It looks like, like some futuristic bubble. Look at that. Look at the seats. Yeah. The bucket seats. Oh yeah, my God. That's just a, that's just a classic yep. Mustang. They're so cool. I went to school with a, God, what the hell was her name? I don't know. She, her her stepdad owned one of the like big lighting stores in downtown Spokane and he owned like an old sixties Mustang and she would drive it to school. And I remember being in high school thinking like, you son of a bitch, you're driving like an old 66, 67 red Mustang. Oh, it was so beautiful. Had the white interior, exactly what you're looking at right there, but just all Mm. white leather. (sighs) But that green, the green on the bullet fastback, that's where it's at. So that's my last pick. Nice. The team is constructed. Matt, it's your turn to finish off your team. All righty. So I can go a different, couple of different directions, but I feel like I would be punching myself if I didn't pick a Batmobile. So I'm going to go with the 1989 Batmobile. I'm talking Tim Burton, Michael Keaton Batmobile because, again, I think it it's so goofy Beyond, like, this is the first iteration of the Batmobile where you'd be like, okay, I could see Batman actually driving this. Like, the 66 one, like, that one's cool. Because you're like, oh, this is, it fits the it fits the genre. Like, it fits the time. Like, Batman back then is corny. He somehow rides a fire pole and automatically puts a suit on at the same time within two seconds. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's corny. Like, it's lighthearted. But this is like, we're like, all right, Batman's dark we're starting to Tim Burton's getting a little weird with it. And you're like, everything's leather. And then this is like some kind of nuclear powered badass mobile. That's armor plated. He's got like onboard navigation and computer systems. And it just looks like, imagine if like, this is what I'd imagine like Cruella DeVille's car would be. If she was like Batman, like it's the same thing. It's like this wide ass, like (laughs) 1920s gangster mobile. That just is like Batmanized. Trying to figure out what the uh, actual make of this car was. It's got that big ass jet in the yeah. back, yeah. like a legit huge <laughs> jet. Oh god! It was a Chevy Impala. Oh, how about that? Actually. Wait, what? Yeah, the actual Batmobiles and using the movies are based on a Chevrolet Impala. Uh, what? What year? That's a good question. I'm trying to figure that out. Uh, Let's see. Listeners are screaming into the pot. It's this. 
I know. I'm, we're trying to well, figure this out. Well, it's definitely not the 1989 Chevy Impala. No, yeah. We... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I would drive it, but it's it's not that. Oh, here we go. Uh, let's see. Figure this out here. Yeah. And so, okay. So, to build the car, the production team spliced together two Impala chassis. The car was powered by a Chevy V8. The whole thing was custom built fabrication and uh, racing tires on custom wheels. So, it's like a weird Frankenstein Chevy Impala. But it doesn't say what year of Chevy Impala that they're using. But it's based off of like Frank Miller's designs. And Frank Miller is like the godfather of Batman. Like yeah. that guy's like the like the OG Batman comic artist. So like this is a lot of his designs and Tim Burton took it to another level. Um gadgets on this Batmobile were relatively simple but potent. It was armed with a spherical bombs, a pair of face forward facing Browning machine guns, nice, side mounted disc launchers, and chassis mounted shin breakers, nice. For quick maneuvers, the Batmobile had side mounted grappling hook launchers and central foot uh capable of lifting the car, rotating it 180 degrees. Remember that? It like can bounce on itself and then spin all the way around without even like driving uh heavy armor plating creating a heavy armor cocoon three primary pursuit deterrents and oil slick dispensers smoke emitters and the bat missile mode that sheds all material outside of the central fuselage and reconfigures the wheels and axles to fit it through narrow openings uh yeah so this was like a cool ass car like it's- this is my favorite batmobile it's a, I had that Batmobile as a toy. I did too. It was so cool. A replica version of it sold for $1.1 So second most valuable car in this draft so far. I would drive that. I wouldn't. I bet you it handles like shit. Oh, this but is, it looks cool. Well, imagine taking the like an off-ramp on it. Well, the, yeah, this <laughs> where Ecto-1 is a boat, this is also a boat. <laughs> in a very impractical way. You, it's a, drive it, it like it, a you know, it's a two-seater. You can fit another person in there. <laughs> there you go. With yeah. its boosters, it could go 329 miles an hour. Hell yeah. yeah. Zero to awesome. 60 in 3.7 seconds. That cockpit is, I think that's my favorite part of it, is Where how it the whole front, back. yeah, it yep. all slides forward yep. and then it slides back. Yes. Like, that's pretty freaking also, cool. Also, in the movie, it's really cool. The first time you see it, it gets shot at and it just armors up. It yep. armors up. Yeah, and it armors down the wheels, too. Yep, which is sneaky practical. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Super cool. I mean, I can't... I'm not going to throw any shade on my Batmobile. But, like, from 89 on, this is the best Batmobile. Oh, yeah. Like, the tank version of it in Batman Begins and Dark Knight and even, like, Ben Affleck's version. Like, okay, okay. But this shit is so creative and so interesting. Well, it's because, like, the the latest ones have become so, like tanky yeah they're militarized yeah but this is like all right batmobile bat the batman built this like you could totally tell like he built this christian bale's batman he just lucked into finding that thing and spray painted it black that's true yeah this thing is like all right batman's a, a badass engineer he built this thing from scratch he customized the shit out of it all right it goes 320 plus miles an hour <laughs> <laughs> and plus it's kind of got like that uh, i don't know like kind of that art deco 20s vibe which in the that series with michael keaton and tim burton gotham has that very like art deco-y style and this yep. absolutely fits like the style of the films 
It's funny that you say that because it was based off of design cues from salt flat racers in Utah in the 1930s. Yeah. Wow. And when you look at those, you the actually long, see a striking resemblance. Yeah. Well, and even the cockpit. Mm -hmm. The cockpit's super similar. The wheel positioning's super similar. Well, it's this fucking thing's got wings. I know, yeah. like, Come what on. a weird aesthetic on the back, but still, like, Dude, weird but cool. This, actually, this looks eerily like the Batmobile. Yeah, exactly. Check that out. Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm... That's yeah. so cool. Good find. Yeah, don't ever go to Six Flags Magic Mountain because they have one of them there on display down in the, uh, like, down in their, like, D.C. area, and they do not take care of that thing. Oh, no. Like, I went there years ago... God, it had to have been like 2015 or 16, but God, it was dusty. That son of a bitch needed to go through a wash, maybe even two. That's sad. And put that shit inside. It was sad. It's really sad. All right. But it's definitely said good pick, good, good final pick, sir. Pick. Good pick, sir. Thank you, sir. Well, uh, that is a great pick for a Batmobile. And I must take a Batmobile as well. Um, because I feel like, come on. So this is like iconic. the Doritos. <laughs> yeah, the cool Batmobile range. is the Doritos. Nacho cheese. It is. I mean, it's just so iconic. It's like Bond. Like Bond has his car. So does Batman. Um, now we're doing live action only. No animated at all. Right. Yeah. yeah. The Batman animated series one though. If we ever do animated. Pretty dope. Dude, the yeah. thing's like a stretch limo. Yep. Dude, it's so As a cool. Batmobile. It's that, so crazy. That is my favorite. Uh, and my runner favorite would be the Batman Beyond the Bat. I love that thing too. Which, by the way, that can go Mach three. It's so cool. Also, but that thing flies. It flies. It's a flying bat. It's a fucking bat wing. That's why it's so cool. <laughs> I feel like a few, we do have to do a future animated cars one because speaking of Mach three, I would definitely pick Mach the Mach five oh, from Speed Racer. Hey, <laughs> yeah, that's iconic. Didn't they do a live action Speed Racer? Yes, they did, but it was it, bad. Yeah, but just because the movie's bad, the car was in it. Yeah, I don't know. I would want. To, I I would feel weird. Like I would need to take the OG animated version of that. There's a lot of good animated animated cars, like Mystery uh, Machine, Akira. Wait, yeah, yeah, the red motorcycle. Yes, yeah, dude, that thing's absolutely. Sick. I again, it, it's iconic. like the Tron. It's like a Tron motorcycle before Tron. Yeah. Also, a light cycle. Tron, also iconic. Oh, mm. dude. Oh, the shit. Tron that's cycle. a live action movie. Yeah. Yep. The Tron light cycle. Oh, but we're missed. doing cars. Not that's true. That's true. And can't your Batmobile, doesn't it have a bike in it? No. No, that's the, one the, Christian, I'm about to pick. the Christian Bale. One. I'm picking the 2005 Batmobile. Yep. Uh, and so this, this motherfucker is a tank. Literally, Literally, it is a, a tank. tank, and it becomes a a, a motorcycle. Which it self destructs and you just cool. yeah. wait. Can I can I throw a little question though? Yeah, is that the two thousand five one or is that the two thousand seven? It's the Dark Knight where that one happened. But he, I mean, doesn't he get it in Batman Begins? He yeah, does, but you don't see that functionality. Is it? The, but is that the same I Batmobile? Think it's the same Batmobile. It's yeah. just a continue because then what happens is okay, that Batmobile's gone, and I think after that, after that, he just has the bike and then the bat. He has the Batwing. Yeah, he has the bat after that. Yeah, and you don't. I don't think because he he yeah he, in the Dark Knight he blows he self destructs the Batmobile and that's it, and then he just takes the Bat Cycle. Yeah. Yeah. So and then Catwoman gets the Bat Cycle and that's right. Movie. I'm sitting here trying to remember Catwoman, but you're right. She's on 
the motorcycle. Yeah. She's not in the in the tank. Because he's so, got he's got the jet. He can't just keep blowing up Batmobiles. Or the hovercraft at least. He yeah. he had a finite Batmobile. And then okay. yeah, and then okay. and then Bane steals all his backups. Yeah, what a little bitch. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Although Bane has some cool ones because they had like turrets. Yeah. It's like, why didn't you choose that one? Well, but this one, he's Batman. He don't kill. <laughs> I like that in in uh at the beginning of Dark Knight, you see the computer and it says disrupt, disrupt, and it just blows a fucking van up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's some amount of AI in this thing. Well, and he can like squeeze. He can turn it into like turret mode. Yeah. Go down and into uh, it and just start blowing stuff. Up. It was so cool. <laughs> yeah, he blew up like cars while he was driving through them. That was cool too, um, and that yeah. And then imagine the, you're in a car, you're sitting upright the way you're supposed to. You hit a button, and then all of a sudden your seat lifts you up, turns you forward ninety degrees. So now you're on your stomach, <laughs> and you st- and your ass is still in a seat, like your crotch is riding a seat, but your ass is still sitting in a seat, and you still have back support. From the seat that just turned. I also and you love- don't lose the back support until your motorcycle comes wailing out of this tank I Batmobile. Love- I love the fact that like the like his like turret mode, like you're telling me you couldn't just put some buttons on the steering wheel that do the same thing. Yeah, like- right. <laughs> well, that's why this thing is a prototype. It never went into development, right? So it's not practical. It's too expensive. <laughs> you, could, you don't need your thumbs when you drive. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this thing's a badass. It was it made. Is. Okay, so what happened was production designer Nathan Crowley went um, to conceive the car's look. He went to a hobby shop and bought a one to twelve scale model of a Lamborghini. How do I pronounce this? Countach, 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 and a Hummer, and then he smashed them together. That that seems about right. That's yeah. the aesthetic of this car. Um, and so he combined them and. Dr- uh, dropped in the cockpit from a model of a P-38 Lightning. Dude, a fucking plane? <laughs> what? Hummer, <laughs> Lamborghini, Dude, fighter jet. this plane is sexy, too. If you don't know what that is, look it up, it's Google an, it. It's like an old World War II era plane. It's is insane. That's, a, that's the Howard Hughes plane, isn't it? Dude. Didn't he develop that? And so uh, he said it looked awful. But it was a start, and it was in the right direction. And so they went through multiple derivations of it and finally got the model they wanted. Um, let's see if I can find the other details I was looking for. I, I was finding the details of the engine they used. Hold on. I had it. The Howard Hughes is the Spruce Goose. But didn't he develop... Maybe I'm thinking... There was the, there's the movie Aviator where I feel H4 like- Hercules. Mm-hmm. Uh, but didn't he develop like a twin engine... I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to figure that out for you. Yeah. Okay. So, um, oh my God, this is crazy. Under full acceleration, the car would actually rise up on its front legs while the front wheels stayed planted on the ground, creating an effect like a giant spider. Which the 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 designer said was just a bonus of designing the vehicle. Didn't even mean to do that. It was just it came from like the natural design of the vehicle. Um, so it ended up having, uh, the, th- the four fully drivable Batmobiles that the crew built ended up being powered by 340 pa- uh, horsepower general motors, V8 engines. Um, and, and then the, the car is capable of going from zero to 60 miles an hour in 5.3 seconds. I mean, th- this is another one where like 
I feel like each of our Batmobiles fit the era and the style of the Batman that's being depicted. Like, you've got kind of the hokey, like, corny Batman who who drive a, a convertible. <laughs> like, I've got the kind of, like, the, the kind of the corny, like, Art Deco 1920s, like, gangster mobile that's very teched out. And then you've got, like, the straight-up tactical Batman. Yeah. Like, Batman who has a tactical suit, very much post weapons, post nine eleven Batman. Yeah, the Batman yeah. who who's coming into a world after police forces are being militarized, exactly. and he's like, you know what? I need to meet this militarization with my own militarization. <laughs> yeah. World's greatest detective, world's greatest badass. I see your big SWAT van, and I up you one tank Batmobile, that complete can- with fighter jet <laughs> inspiration and uh, dismountable bike. <laughs> that's modular. Yeah. yeah. Insane. The jet engine on the back was fed by propane tanks. Oh, that's poser. You think so? I mean, Sons should they have bitches. just put a fucking jet put engine? Put a jet on engine on the back the of that pocket. shit. Yeah. Hit up uh what's that a- who's the alien guy on Netflix? Oh, come on guys, don't leave me hanging here. Oh, from Oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Oh, shit. I mean, because the reason why he got recruited... He's a propulsion guy, yeah. Yeah, he got recruited by NASA because he put a literal jet engine in his Honda. (laughs) Dude, in his Honda. (laughs) They were like, yo, dude, you want to come work on Area 51? And he was like, uh, sure, why not? We need you to figure out this propulsion system on this UFO. Okay. Wow. So, yeah, put a real jet engine in that bitch. Let's go. Okay, that's fair. The one thing it didn't have was AC. Apparently, it was hot as fuck to film in that thing. In 2005? They didn't put AC in it. Bob, well, Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar. Thank there you, you for that. Bob Lazar. Thank you. Yeah. 2000, well, you know what? I guess that actually tracks. Because in the early 2000s, they were still making cars, believe it or not, without ACs. Were they for real? If yeah. you look up Jeep, like if you're looking, if you're in the market for Jeep Wranglers, like, Early 2000s, you're hit or miss on finding a Jeep Wrangler with an AC. Yeah, it's not a guarantee they're going to have AC in early 2000s cars. Like, my pops actually bought a 2005 Jeep Wrangler a few months back, and it has AC, and he was stoked on that. He was like, oh, yeah, I had to find one with AC. Because it's common to find them in that decade area, a decade's time, without ACs. So I I guess I believe it, yeah. Didn't used to be hot as fuck. Now it's hot as fuck. Gotta have the AC. That's true. Global warming. Damn. Well, we've got quite a, quite a list here. I think it's time to uh, make, make make a case. Make 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 their case. Be logical and clear. We got to be logical and clear as we make our case for you, the listener. And we're making our case so that you get on the social medias and vote for us as the winner, since we don't determine winners between the three of us. I was the third pick, so I will go first making my case. Y'all, I got the Ashton Martin DB5. Iconic. Iconic James Bond car. Got the 1966 Batmobile, the original, based off the Ford Futura. The 1961 Ferrari 250 GT from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and the 1968 Mustang GT Fastback from Bullet. Now, I got a lot of heavy... We all have heavy hitters, respectively, on our teams. I think I got the more... I have more higher-end luxury vehicles on my team with that Ashton Martin DB5 and that Ferrari 250 GT. Both beautiful cars, iconic in their own rights. When you think of a James Bond car, you think of that silver Ashton Martin. 
again, Americans, we want to think like, oh, 60s, James Bond, space race, Corvettes. This isn't a Corvette. This is an Aston Martin. This is a whole is it a whole nother league. The high from our research, granted, I mean, like you can do research on your own if you want, but based on what we've looked up, this is the highest price vehicle of all the ones we've drafted at 66 Batmobile. Again, no other Batmobile uses a color as an accent on the vehicle. But in this, not only do you get black and you get the cool Futura windshield that opens front to back, you get that first prototype cockpit that you see in the later Batmobiles, but you get the red accents all around. Ooh, we, and Dylan, you point out earlier and we didn't say anything, but Batman actually registered this thing with the department of licensing he's got a gotham license plate on this bitch <laughs> damn that 90 seconds blew by it, yeah yeah i well, we got that. a lot to say about I the batmobile that. uh mr wayne we uh have you registered a a car that's got a bat symbol on it <laughs> nah dude he uses bat credit card it's fine <laughs> did he register it under bruce wayne or did he register it under batman Sir, what's your first name? Bat, last name? Man. Man. <laughs> or, or is he just like print, just Batman? Oh. Bat, there, no last name, just Batman. <laughs> like like Ichiro. Yeah. Batman. Exactly. I love it. All right, Matt, you're number two. You ready right. to make your case? Yep. All right, so recap. I've got the 1969 Dodge Charger, the General Lee from the Dukes of Hazard. I've got the 1959 Cadillac Ecto-1 from Ghostbusters. I got the 1982 Trans Am Firebird from Knight Rider, a.k.a. Kit. And then I got the 1989 Batmobile, the one that you know and love from Tim Burton's Batman series of Michael Keaton. Start off with the General Lee. Uh, definitely has a different kind of under, like like history and, you know, it, it's comes more complicated now than it ever was, but this is still an iconic TV car. Like, you see it, you know it. Like, everybody knows this car in the Dukes of Hazzard. Like, this was a character in the show. Right. Moving on to the the Ecto one again. This is an iconic. Like this was Ghostbusters. When you see Ghostbusters, you 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 see the four guys and you see the car. Right. This is how they got from point A to point B, and it was a tank. It had all sorts of cool gear. Moving on to Kit. I mean, this was like a supercar. This was artificial intelligence before artificial intelligence. It drove the Hoff around. It could go two hundred plus miles an hour. All right. This thing could do literally everything, and it had a personality. It was a character in the show. And then finally, the 1989 Batmobile. It's got a little bit of that Art Deco noir style to it. It had all sorts of cool armor plating and abilities. It looked like it was like a stretch limo in some cases. It was a pretty badass Batmobile, and you can't have a list without a Batmobile. I mean, the Batmobile is synonymous with TV shows and movies, cars. I think I got a good list. Vote for me. <laughs> Squeezed it in there. I don't know why, but the vote for me at the end yeah. always gets me. Sometimes I don't do that, so. I'm proud of vote for me. Yeah. Special. I heard it start beeping at me, and I was like, really? 90 seconds? I haven't even <laughs> talked about anything. Jesus. Okay. Dylan, you ready to make your case? Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. I've got the 1981 DeLorean from Back to the Future, the 1973 Ford Falcon GT from Mad Max, the 1979 Ford LTD Country Squire from National Lampoon's Vacation, <laughs> and the uh, the 2005 custom-made Batmobile from Batman Begins, and also the Dark Knight. Okay, let's start with the DeLorean. Um, hey, you know what? You want to go 110 miles an hour in a fucking frying pan? You got it. <laughs> <laughs> let's go, baby. Uh, Mad Max, dude, what a badass car. 
holy shit. It like, you know what? It's not as sexy as that forest green that Steve McQueen was driving around. Highlander but green. It also, it like, I'd like to think that the, the heat of the Australian post-apocalyptic sun just rusted off the cool yellow and red of the original vehicle. It's got and we we're left with like the character of the one that we have now. Uh, the Ford LTD Country Squire. Dude, you can fit eight people in that thing. Eight people. We're going to Wally World. That, we're going to Wally World. You can store shit on top and in the back. It's insane how much storage space is in that car. But I would think that the 18 miles uh, per gallon is going down the more you put in it. 16 miles a gallon. Oh, shit. 16 miles per gallon. And then the 2005 Batman begins, Batmobile. Holy shit. It's so cool. A Hummer and a Lamborghini. Are you kidding me? With a P38? Vote for me. Come on. I didn't tell anyone to vote. Y'all vote for me. <laughs> I'm the only one who actually said it in my time, so vote for me. <laughs> I love it. You're like 1979 base, 1979 station wagon, 18 miles a gallon. No, bro, it's the 70s. V8, 16 miles to the gallon. Dude, that sucker was almost 4,000 pounds. It's going to get Naked. you wide world, God damn it. You're going to have a good time. <laughs> Thing is ridiculous. Ridiculous. All right, well... That's going to do us for, uh, that's going to do us here. That's going to do it for us here, Mount Draftmore. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you, the listener. We don't have a show. We don't have people that take time out of their busy schedules listening. We appreciate you. We, we appreciate you. And you know what else we appreciate? We appreciate that you keep coming back. We can see the numbers. Season two, oh, baby. Yeah. And we appreciate when you share our show with your friends. Bro, that's what I'm saying. Shout it from the rooftops. Look, we want you to go to the social medias. That'd be on Twitter at Draftmore. At Facebook at Mount Draftmore. And on Instagram, Mount Draftmore. We love it when you go there and you vote. But we love it even more when you just share it. Yeah. When you have an episode that you like, please, please, please feel free to share it on any of your social media accounts. Honestly, if we had to put a value on whether you vote or share, I think the share is a little more valuable. Sharing is caring. Mm -hmm. like That's we, right. We want to have a winner, but we also want you to be in on this. Like, we want you to help us grow, and you're doing it. So, thank you. We love you. Thanks for coming to Mount Draftmore. Uh, and until next time, y'all, be safe. Peace. <laughs>